It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Tigers and White Sox. Rain, rain, go away. We've got ourselves a rain delay. One hour and 25 minutes to be exact. Let's take it to the bottom of the third of Visail Garcia at the plate. 1-0 line drive down the left field line. Fair ball into the corner. That's going to score at least two. Cabrera's in. Abreu's in. They will hold. Fraser is running through the stop sign. Throw to the plate and not in time. The 2-1. Swinging a fly ball, center field, fairly deep, going back, Garcia looking up, and it's gone, a home run. Alex. Alex Avila, number six. Now swinging a fly ball to left, way back and gone, instant. Matt Davidson crushed it to left, number nine, the 1-1. Swing a little jam job in the left, and that's going to drop for a base hit, man. Smith read it all the way, well, there are two outs, but he's running, cruises home, little bloop. Off the bat of Melky Cabrera, and that's a big run, 5-2 Chicago. Yeah, that's a real big run, and that's going to bring out the skipper. The 3-1, line drive to left, deep, and oh, gone. Man. Instant. Melky Cabrera with number four, line drive that sizzled into the seats and left. Matthew Boyd drops to 2-5. and five. He goes four and two-thirds, allowing three runs on nine hits. Mike Pelfrey gets win number two, five innings, seven strikeouts, and just one earned run. Brad Ausmus and the Tigers unable to figure out the White Sox on Friday as they lose 8-2. Here's the Tigers' skipper on the loss. Uh, pretty much what you might expect. Uh, we were pretty flat. We didn't do much offensively um, other than the home run by Alex. Uh, Boyd was uh, he was okay, but pitch count got up. A little shaky with his command at times. Uh, and then ultimately they, you know, they scored runs late and put it out of reach. Talking about Matthew Boyd, what, what was it that you liked uh, most about what he did, and, and then where were the areas where he needs to continue to improve? Well, he kept battling, and uh, you know I give him credit for that, and he, he kept us in the game by battling. Uh, but he was his mechanics were out of whack; he was dropping down a little bit and spinning, uh, so that affected his command, and uh, and obviously the lack of command affected his pitch count. I don't think you guys get your fifth hit until uh, the ninth inning. There, I think uh, from Basically, from the fifth inning on, kind of went cold. What what do you attribute the uh, the lack of hits? Um, you know, give some credit to the pitchers uh, for the White Sox. Um, give some credit to the schedule we have, and uh, we'll try and get about five hours sleep and come back tomorrow and play two more. Can I ask you quickly about Mike Pelfrey. I know with the um, I think he had three, he had six strikeouts in the first three innings. Three of those were caught looking. What is it about his deception when he's on that makes him tough to hit? It's more the movement on left-handed hitters. It's uh, He runs the ball. He throws the ball towards their hip and runs it back over the plate and freezes them. You know, they think it's in, and it runs back and hits the corner. It's uh, a similar a way to righty. So they think it's off the plate, and it runs back on the corner. All these games are important to you. I know in the fifth inning, you brought Shane Green in to face one batter. Was that a sign of... You know, it's a one-run game at that point. You felt like he gave you the best opportunity to win, even though he's had a heavy workload lately. Yeah, I just I, I want him to get that one hitter and keep it close. Uh, you know, we got two games to worry. You know, for two days now, we've had to worry about two games the next day. Uh, so we're trying to use our 
our pen wisely. And I don't. I want to be able to use Shane tomorrow, but I felt like if he could keep us there, maybe we'd have a shot. Um, unfortunately, uh, we couldn't hold it after that. Last one. Uh, going into tomorrow, I know you said you've tried to get five hours of sleep if you could. How will you handle tomorrow? Uh, likely that you'll scrap BP and try to give guys rest at this point? Yeah, there'll be no BP. You know, there's, there's no reason to be BP. Get BP by the time these guys get home. It's going to be shoot. It's going to by the time they get to bed, it'll be two o'clock in the morning. So uh, we went to bed at four o'clock in the morning yesterday, and we got an earlier game tomorrow, and then we got another game following it. So uh, there'll be no batting practice. Everything will be done inside in the cage, soft toss and tee work. Thanks, man. All right. Matthew Boyd drops to two and five after the Tigers lose eight to two against the White Sox on Friday. He would allow three runs over four and two thirds. Here he is on his performance. Obviously, I want to keep my pitches down a little more. I got to get ahead in the counts a little better, put you know, put guys away faster and whatnot, and uh, so I can go deeper into the game. But um, you know, um, felt good. Just uh, you know, wish I could have a pitch back to Garcia that uh, really did the most of the damage. How significant in that third inning was that at bat? Um, it's well, dif- difference in the game. Uh, you know, it's on me. I made a bad pitch, and he hit it, and. Uh, it's unfortunate that three runs scored on that, and you know that was the deciding run in the game. It really didn't matter what happened after that. How much, if at all, did the everything that happened today did it affect you at all with, with just with the schedule? And... No, no, not at all. Um, I mean, that stuff happens, and sometimes it happens, you know, here I guess more than often, more than other places. But uh, you know, that had nothing to do with. Uh, I mean, you know. The pitch count came up really in one inning and uh, came out of my delivery in that one inning. And I uh, um, wish I would have made the adjustment or, you know, want the one pitch back so you can keep your team in the game a little bit. How were you? It's been four or five starts now where you've had stretches where you've come out of your delivery. What, is this just part of the part of the nature of it or is there something? That... No, I, I got to be better and not, uh, not letting that happen or just identifying it. Um, I'm going to make the adjustment that make it happen where it won't you know I mean there's always going to be bouts when there's something in your game where you're going to feel something and something's going to go out of sync but uh, and, you know it'd be ideal to feel perfect for 110 pitches every night but you know sometimes something happens and you got to sink you know it's just it's an, uh, you know you'll I'll fix it yeah. they've got some good hitters up over there what is yeah. the plan of trying to get you know Jose Abreu up um you know, just uh, he's a real good hitter. You just got to mix with him and just, you know, keep attacking with him. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks. John Hicks got the Tigers on the board first with an RBI ground out in the second inning. Here's Hicks on the victory. Um, uh, I mean, you know, you, <laughs> I guess anytime you get called up, it's a little bit of a different day. Um, just with, you know, getting up, getting on a plane and, uh, you know, kind of getting here early, and then uh, you know, with these guys getting in so late last night, and uh, and then you know, two games turns into one, and then seven turns into eight thirty, and you know, it's, but you know, I mean, we we were in here, we were you know talking, having a good time, and you know, um, I think you know we were ready to play when we when the game started. So. I know you had it going. I think you know, eight game hit streak um, when you were up here playing. But overall, the bats uh, you know, didn't really come alive today. Do you think part of that could be attributed to, you know, the, the kind of hurry up and waiting around the clubhouse all day? Uh, I don't think you're going to get anyone in here to blame it on that. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's the big leagues. You got to show up and get hits. Uh, you know, I mean, we had opportunities early. I mean, my my first two at bats, I had you know guys in scoring position and. 
um, you know, one time got a run in, but obviously not didn't do what I was trying to do. And then, you know, the ground out uh, where he got the guy out at home with the bases loaded. But, uh, you know, those are big, big opportunities in a game. If you, if you can, you know, succeed at those chances, uh, you really put the momentum in your favor. So. You have less than basically 12 hours to get ready for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, you got two games to play tomorrow. How do you try to get your mind right, your body right for that? Uh, go home, get in bed as quick as quick as possible, and get as much rest as we can, and uh, you know, and then show up ready to play. I mean, it's a new day, and uh, you know, I think everyone in here will be ready. So, I'll cut our interview short then. <laughs> Chad Bell would come on in relief and give up a three-run shot to Melky Cabrera in the eighth inning, which gave the White Sox an eight-to-two lead. They would go on to win by that score. Uh, I mean. Overall, I think, you know, it was pretty good. That last inning fell behind, you know, obviously to what was a walk, you know, hit by pitch. And you fall behind the Melky and, you know, he's a great hitter. And that's probably, I mean, that's the worst miss that I had probably all night. Most of my misses have been up and down, which was pretty good. And you get 3-1 and trying to go away, yanked a fastball all the way across the zone and down and in. I mean, just had a good swing. He did what he was supposed to do with it. Um, Early on, you know, I was able to get some ground balls, uh, get some quick outs, and just start falling behind that last inning. So, I mean, the first couple, the first inning and two-thirds, you know, overall good. And then after that, you know, just start falling behind. Can't do that. When you look at this team, you know, they come in uh, five games under 500, but they've got some they've got some guys that can hit. You know, tonight eight runs on 14 hits. How tough is this White Sox lineup? I mean, they're tough. They got they got a lot of guys with some with power. Um, and then as a left-handed pitcher, you know, they got a lot of right-handed bats in the lineup, uh, which as a starter, you know, I obviously face a lot of both. And it was good when I had my changeup working there. You get them out front a little bit. But overall, I mean, they're definitely a, a great hitting team. They uh, got a got a pretty good eye at the plate, and, you know, they can do some damage. I had a chance to talk to you before the game. We're in the dugout. And we, you had said, you know, is there a chance we could move this doubleheader to tomorrow? That's what's <laughs> happening. Uh, you know, how, how do you get your mind right, your body right, uh, to be able to go back and, and play a couple games tomorrow? I mean, we just got to, you know, clear it right, right now. I mean, it's it's over. It was def- I mean, it's been a long, what, 24 hours, 30 hours for us, um, and that's that's part of the grind. So we're, we're going to bounce back, and we got We're all resilient. I mean, we're going to go out there and uh, do our best tomorrow. Try to take two games. Thanks, Chad. Yep. Thanks. It's a doubleheader for the Tigers and White Sox on Saturday. Game one, Buck Farmer will be on the hill for the Tigers. He'll face the White Sox' Derek Holland.